to This Grit and Grace Life, a podcast for strong women and those who want to be. From the boardroom to the bedroom, car lines to college, single, married, or single again, real talk for women embracing this grit and grace life. Let's get into it. Hey girl, hey, and welcome to This Grit and Grace Life podcast. I'm Julie Graham. And I'm Darlene Brock. And Julie, we're going to kind of break the norm here a little bit today, aren't we? I like it. Yeah. I mean, when I held you down and forced you to start a podcast. <laughs> it kind of was that. Is that how you tell it when I'm not around? <laughs> it is, I think. Yeah, Julie, she just strong-armed me yes. into this. She is stronger than me, so that works. <laughs> but let's be 100, ladies. You cannot force Darlene Brock to do anything she doesn't want to do. That's true. I did have to give her the idea and wait for her to come around to it, but when she was in, she was all in. You But the beginning concept was, hey, let's get together and just talk about life because the fact that we're two women with semi-similar personalities yet um, in different seasons of life, I mean, we definitely have said we're cross-generational friends. Yes, we are. um, And we've lived a lot of different life, and so we can come to any conversation with different perspectives, we wanted to just record those conversations. And that's what we've been doing, right? It is. And and have thoroughly loved it. And every week we will bring a guest in or we will deal with a specific subject. But this week, we just want to chat. We just want to take a little bit of break and chat about whatever we feel like. You just didn't want to have to write an outline, right? Yeah. Yeah. Thank you very much, Julie, for letting me pass on that one. (laughs) Well, we did. We said, you know, we love tackling hard subjects or intentional conversations, but we also want to go back once in a while just to the initial, you know, idea of what this grit and grace life was supposed to be. Two women chatting about life. So today we're here to just kind of tell you the things we're thinking and talking about when the mics aren't on. Yeah. So have, let me start here. Have you broken your sweaters out yet, Julie, for the autumn that is here? Yes, it's autumn that is here. (laughs) Well, I mean, it is officially fall, y'all. So considering that we're recording this in the mountains, yes, I have worn some official fall boots, um, long sleeve layering, um, and I will continue to do so when I get back home to the 94 degree weather in Florida because it's fall, y'all, and fall fashion is some of my favorites. Well, and what's hysterical, I didn't realize this when I first moved to Florida that, you know, you still did break out your boots, Mm -hmm. even though sandals were appropriate in December, you broke, you know, people who live in Florida wear boots, they wear sweaters, they wear flannel, they do it all, (laughs) you know, it's like, yeah, so I imagined you probably had broken it out. I mean, I feel a little deprived of true fall because right now I'm still very much devoted to my eating plan for my competition. So I haven't been able to enjoy any pumpkin goodies yet, but you better believe that's on my very long list of foods I cannot wait to eat after my show. So is that one of your favorite things, pumpkin somethings? I love making um, a pumpkin roll. That's my aunt's recipe. I do like pumpkin flavored coffee you know, creamers, which uh-huh. right now I'm suffering through. Yeah, you can't coffee. do any creamer Ugh. right now at all. That's the killing worst. you, isn't yep, it? Yep. So I'm definitely missing that. And there's even like Trader Joe's has like pumpkin bark and things like that. And I just see it and it's like my mouth is literally watering, but I'm in it. I can't, I can't break until after the show. Okay, so can we share your aunt's pumpkin roll Ooh. recipe? Would you like yes, to do that? Yes, that would be so fun. I'll put it in the show notes. You guys can all make it. And please 
post a picture of you making it in your Insta, on your Facebook, whatever, and tag me so I can vicariously eat it with you. That would be amazing. Well, I, and I like pumpkin flavored things, but I like somebody else to make it and for me sure. pick it up on the way. Um, have I ever made my pumpkin roll for you? I can't no. remember. Okay. Okay. There's something wrong with our relationship. Yeah. I'll definitely make it for you this year. 100. What I love about pumpkins, I, I've always loved carving pumpkins. Do you do it with your family every year? Um, whenever they're around, it's like if I could, I would pick up some random kid around the neighborhood and say, "Hey, do you want to carve some pumpkin?" <laughs> yeah, probably. It's probably a bad idea, and you know their parents would call the police on me. But you know, I get total enjoyment out of you know ripping the guts out of it and making the most bizarre faces on a pumpkin. And so, whenever I can, yes, I still do that. Totally. Okay, so fall is here. Yay! Um, what about fall TV? Oh. That's a big deal to me. Are there any shows coming back that you are excited about? Well, for me, my husband and I love the crime dramas. Ooh. And you know, one of my personal favorites is SEAL Team. I know that's really I don't even bizarre. know that. Is it new? <gasps> no, it's th- this is the third season, I think. Okay, well, fairly I, new. Fairly new, fairly new. When I think crime drama, I think SVU, which is like 748 years old. It is. And I actually stopped watching yeah. it. When actually, when Paul died, I stopped watching it yeah. because I just I couldn't watch it anymore by myself. It felt no, scary. I, that, that's when I don't watch. That's when I don't watch. I it, it, I can't do that one. Yeah, that's that okay. Good. Okay, so Seal Team is that coming on soon? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, actually, it's already started. So, oh, okay. but it's on my DVR. Haven't pulled it up yet. Okay. Oh, do you like to save a couple episodes so oh, that you can like absolutely. watch them back to back? Absolutely. And I despise commercials, mm-hmm. so I watch almost nothing unless it's on my DVR. I know people say, "Hey, did you hear about that new movie?" No, I don't watch commercials. Yeah. That's what DVR is for. That's why I pay the big bucks for the DVR. Oh, um, do you watch A Million Little Things? Because that's my big show. I can't wait to come oh, back. Oh, I, I do. I do. Well, it's actually that. back when this is out. But right now I'm counting down to it. So that's yeah. like a big one. My girlfriends come over. It's our, it's our weekly hangout time. And we laugh and cry and the whole deal together. Yeah. As you would say, all the feels. Yes. It does create that. Which also means This Is Us will come back. Yeah, but isn't it the last season? I don't know. I think it might okay, be. Okay, well, that's officially a countdown Okay, I said well. I think it might be. You I'm... heard it here first, ladies. <laughs> it's either right or wrong, all on dark. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, that's kind of us. It's either right or wrong. <laughs> a 50-50 chance. <laughs> that's awesome. All right, so happy fall, everyone. It's one of our favorite seasons, so we're excited to be in the thick of it. Yeah, and you're doing all of the um, Halloween things that are coming up with your little guy. <sighs> and as a single mom, you're probably... Totally juggling all of it, right, Julie? Yeah. The single mom life, the struggle is so real. I mean, the struggle was real when I wasn't a single mom, um, having, let's say he was three before Paul died, and that's just a hard age. But you know what I've figured out? You it's all out? hard. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. keep waiting for it to get easier. There was a, a short pocket where I thought, oh, five is so much easier. And then school started, and I feel like I've had my tail handed to me. Yeah, I know you're having a rough time, and he's having a little bit of a rough time Mm -hmm. in class. Um, But you know what, Julie, you're doing great. And I think that's one of the big challenges of single moms. They're doing it on their own. Mm -hmm. They're trying to figure it out on their own. They're the parent. They can't look around behind them and go, hey, will you step in? Mm -hmm. Will you watch them while I go to Target because I just need a break? Or what am I supposed to do with this color code that's coming in? How am I supposed to deal with it? And ladies, I'm telling you, I've walked with a lot of single moms and y'all can do it and do it great. Yeah, I really appreciate that. I mean, I've 
certainly cried to you off mic a lot about some of the scenarios that he's put us in recently. Um, and I, I do have to keep reminding myself that part of it is that he's five. Yeah. You know, it's, it's not that he's a bad kid or I'm a bad mom, although those are the things that kind of come into my mind that I've messed him up, you know, that I'm doing it wrong. It's because I work. These are all of the lies that I'm telling myself and I'm calling them lies here to our friends as a reminder to myself that it's not true. I'm not messing him up. Um, sure. There's probably some things I can do better, but I'm not messing him up. And this is just the season and it's an opportunity for me to, you know, now that he's in school, his, his structure needs to be tightened a little bit more. And, you know, he's a talker, not quite sure where he got that. (laughs) That's just natural, Julie. You should have planned on all the report cards saying he loves to socialize. He enjoys his chatting. He has trouble being quiet. Yeah. So when that comes back, I want to get frustrated with him, but I honestly just say to myself, he's my kid. Of course he's talking. Well, and two, Julie, you you need to not just take it on. Every single mom needs to not take it on that whatever's going on is because of something they're doing wrong. As you said, he's in a transition. This yeah. He just started kindergarten. Mm-hmm. He's in a different world, a different structure. And those transitions will come when he learns multiplication tables, when he goes to middle school, whatever the transition is. Part of it is coping with a change in his life, not yours, but his. So, you know, you can do it um, and you don't, you know, I know it's hard being single, but one thing I want to say to the single women, you don't have to look for a man to fix it because you can do it. You can do it on your own. Not easy. You're going to call on some people that you trust to help you out when you need it, but Don't think the answer is in bringing someone else into your life and your child's life to fix it, because sometimes that makes it even worse. So I'm saying to you girls, go for it because you can. I believe in you. Thanks. Yeah. And there's even, you know, I've been processing, I bet him starting school itself is hard, but then he's starting a whole new group of friendships and relationships. And he's had to then, you know, meet new people, which one of the things he does is pretty immediately tells them about the fact that he's lost his dad. And so it's like, that's probably pretty emotional for him. And he sees dads coming in and dropping their, you know, kids off. And I I don't want to discount the fact that it's probably emotionally taxing for him starting something big, considering what he's been through. So I'm kind of trying to process through, do I need to be putting him in some counseling to make sure he's had an opportunity to really share through some of the feelings he might be experiencing or you know, is he, is he adjusting well? And this is just a part of his story that it's going to be hard. I don't know. I don't know all the things, but I'm going to take it one day at a time. Yeah. And that's it, ladies, one day at a time. And that's true whether you're a single mom or not. You have to take every day, wake up that morning and go, how am I going to deal with today? And whatever problems happen or whatever joys and delights happen today, I'm going to deal and enjoy. Absolutely. And, you know, thank God for grandparents just saying that. It's true. It is true. (laughs) Totally. Yeah. Okay. Speaking of new things in life, Julie, I know we love to introduce to one another new products that we discover, right? Totally. Yep. Well, I just handed you something that I discovered. It's a, a really good friend of mine from Nashville told me about it a couple of months ago. It's a razor called 
Tinkle. Can you believe that's the name? Tinkle? Wait, tickle or Tinkle? Tinkle. T-I-N-K-L-E. Like, like you, know. you have to go to the bathroom? Exactly. It's Weird. kind of odd, but you remember it now, don't you? <laughs> you know, but it, it's a, they say it's an eyebrow razor, but you end up scraping your entire face. Oh. And it's pretty cool. I, I got, I handed you one and then Yeah, we I'm totally going to use it before I get on the plane because well, I can't yeah. take it on the plane. That's it. We realized that you can't take it with you because you can't take razors on the plane, so you don't hurt anybody, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, it's funny that you even brought it up because I um, recently bit the bullet and decided to sign up for laser hair removal. Um, so I've been doing that. And I did say like, okay, so can we do anything on my face? You know, I've got a little, just a little unwanted hair. Um, and because I'm blonde, they say they can't do anything on my face. So this little tinkle razor is going to come in handy at just the right time. Because as I'm finally treating all of the other unwanted hair, <laughs> I don't want to then have a hairy face. <laughs> Oh my, who are we? Right? <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yeah, who would have thought? I mean, 20 years ago, no one would have ever said to me, hey, you're going to take a razor to your face, honey. I'd have gone, you are out of your ever-loving mind. Or you're going to go sit in a chair and have someone electrocute you to remove body hair. Yeah, that too. Or you're going to go and have someone else razor your face with dermaplane to get a layer of everything off. Yeah, I haven't done that one yet. Yeah. Did I tell you the first time I showed up for my laser hair appointment, though? I had gone. It's a friend of mine's salon. She's offering new services. It's the newest technology. It's supposed to be faster. It's supposed to be less painful. Yay, yay, yay. So I show up, um, and I'm waiting for my appointment, and all of a sudden, a young man walks over and says, Hello, Julie. I'm Chris. I'll be your laser hair technician. I don't even know what it was called because literally my jaw drops to the floor and I thought, what is happening? Why is yeah. there a man here? I can't do this. I can't. Well, it's like what, going to the gynecologist totally. kind of thing. So I, I remember <laughs> saying to myself, control your face, control your face, act cool. Like I've already paid for this. I'm doing it. <laughs> so I acted super breezy. Oh, hey, Chris. A little awkward. But turns out, I mean, he's married. He brought in another woman to help with the procedure. And by the second session, we're talking about my upcoming competition. He's asking about my workouts. We're total besties. <laughs> oh, wow. So weird. Yeah. But, you know, you, you roll with it. I exactly. got to give that to you, Julie. Exactly. You roll with it. You at least <laughs> pretend like I am not mortified at this moment. Yep. So I'll make sure to put the link to the Tinkle Razor <laughs> in the show notes. <laughs> and I don't know, maybe you've been thinking about doing laser hair. And now that we're talking about it, you want to check it out. So I say you have permission. I mean, you got to talk to your family, your finances, but it's totally worth it. Oh, I love it. And I know you're doing it for a competition, right? But uh, the whole... no, I was doing it either way. Were you? But doing it definitely it? helped me kind of push it along. Like, oh, if I start now, ah. I'll probably be good before the competition and right. I won't need the tinkle razor. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of the competition... I know when you started this, Julie, there was a little nervousness to tell people that you were entering into this competition and what they would think about it. So true. Yeah. And, and you know, I, I know that was a challenge to you at first. I remember I was actually even a little nervous to tell you. I was afraid maybe you would think it was weird or wrong or bad. Um, so yeah, I was certainly a little nervous as to what people would think about it because we know women, we yeah. know ourselves. Um, I'm sure there are some people who are watching and judging and thinking, why would she do that? Um, you know, she already worked out a lot, this and that, or why does she have to post about it so much? Um, but what's been interesting about it is I've gotten a lot of messages from people who have said, I'm so enjoying watching you on this journey because it's inspiring me to pick up where I am and you know, take the next step or push a little harder or, you know, try something new. So that's been really fun for me. And I, I know in the background, there's people who maybe 
you know, are thinking the opposite and, and having maybe negative thoughts toward it. But to me, it's, it's more important that I would share my journey in hopes of inspiring and encouraging someone. And if I'm going to be judged at the same time, that's just part of life. Yeah, it really is. And it's such a precarious balance because, you know, we don't want to do things that offend other people Mm -hmm. or send them down a road they shouldn't go down. But at the same time, I think when you're presented with something that is exciting to you and Mm -hmm. a good challenge for you, go for it. Go for it. Forget the judgers and go for it and get everything out of it you can. Because for you, you're, I mean, I've looked at your shoulders. I've looked at your arms. They're pretty <laughs> impressive, Julie. Thank you. Yeah, they're looking pretty great. And you're you're toning. You're um, you're actually getting healthier in a lot of ways, yeah. and learning a discipline that I think you'll carry with you forever. Well, it's so true. Even coming here to work for a couple of days, you know, I usually when I come up here, I'm like, all right, I need some good barbecue. Um, you know, and I want s'mores on the s'mores, fireplace. Yes, all the things. Mm-hmm. For me, one of the things I've really recognized in this process is. And I already knew it, but I've really come to terms with it more is that food for me is comfort, it's celebration, it's how I handle stress. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, with Lincoln struggling, there have been so many times where I'm like, I just need pizza and ice cream. <laughs> That's right. And FYI, pizza and ice cream is not on a bikini competitor's <laughs> food plan. Um, and so when those moments come up, I'm like, wow, that is how I like to handle my feelings. And that's not appropriate. Now that's not to say ever eating pizza and ice cream is wrong. Like I legitimately cannot wait and will be eating it as soon as I get off the stage. But recognizing that that's how I try to cover my feelings has been really good for me. And also even coming here and traveling and saying, you know, I don't have to equate going on a trip with eating more or eating whatever I want because I'm away from home. But that's what I used to do. So to me, I'm proud of myself that I've been able to stick to my plan while on this trip and, um, There's just been a lot of self-growth that has come from it. And also, you know, my training partner, she is, you know, she's smaller than me. We're the same height. So we're actually competing against each other, which is so unfortunate. Um, (laughs) We didn't know that was going to be the case. Like we thought I was taller, but somehow we're the same size. You shrunk. Is that it? I think I am shrinking um, in all the ways. But, you know, for her, she's actually trying to gain weight. And I'm sure there are people who are looking at her like, she didn't need to work out anymore, but she's trying to add body weight and I'm trying to lose body weight. And the fact that we're doing it together, it's just been really sweet for our friendship. It's been really sweet for our wider group of friends. I mean, the way that our little girl gang has come around us has been really amazing and beautiful. Yeah. And do you know, it's always disappointed me enormously is if someone sits back and it seems to happen a lot today in social media and in the world at large, sits back not understanding mm-hmm. someone and their whys and mm-hmm. their dreams or their hopes or their past or their future mm-hmm. and makes a judgment, yeah. you know, to, to say, well, because of this one sentence, then I think you are blank is a disservice to ourselves and anyone else and frustrates the fire out of me, Julie, because <laughs> you, you don't, you don't know someone's heart unless you know that person. So I'm just saying, quit judging each other. It makes it, it just makes you look bad and hurts relationships that could potentially be there. Give, give everybody a chance, you know, and I, I have to go to my faith on that. There is nothing that God looks at that is not redeemable, is not a potential positive future. There's no past that you can't 
move from. And, you know, it's really important that we just don't look at someone's place and time or their past and refuse to get to know them to find out what their future holds. So that's my soapbox for today, Jill DeGrasse. Yes. You know, we actually did a full episode on why women judge each other and how to stop. So I'll make sure I link to that in the show notes. Um, you'll be surprised to know that I don't actually offhand know the number to that episode. Whoa. I know. Right? I'm going to judge never you. Happens. <laughs> I'm slipping. I need more carbs. You know, the, the other place that I think happens a lot is women. When we get a bunch of us together, sometimes we can pick at one another. Do you think that's true, Julie? Oh, I know it's true. 100. Okay. Yeah? Yeah. Yep. Um, it's funny. Speaking of judging a little bit, I know that there's maybe even a little bit of judgment that happens with my group of girlfriends. We get together every week. Um, and you know, we talk about how much we get together, this and that. And I know that there are people who, you know, look at it and think, wow, they sure spend a lot of time together. Um, but I'll just let y'all in on a little secret. My little girl gang had a little bit of conflict recently. Oh, girls in conflict. Uh-huh. Imagine Shocking. that. <laughs> you know, we, and we've been, we've been a crew for probably about eight months. And so it was about time we had some conflict, right? So it started to show and, um, you know, there were some little conversations happening outside of, you know, one-on-one and sure. two-on-two and, um, you know, we hang out at my house primarily. And so I finally just said, uh-uh. This is like, this is my squad and these people, I need them and they know my stuff and I know their stuff. And this friendship that we have is super important to me. And I'm not willing to let the little things break us up. Um, you know, whatever. Um, so we, they, they arrived to my house, not knowing that I was going to call it on the carpet and they were on your turf. They didn't have any place they could go. Totally. And we actually had one of my newer friends who has kind of slowly worked her way in, not slowly. She's actually quickly worked her way in and, um, everyone sat down and, and I was like, okay, before we turn to bachelor in paradise, which is what we really came for, <laughs> um, we need to talk about something. And I just brought it up and, um, there was a little moment of awkwardness. Like, are you for real bringing this up? Yeah. And I basically just said, I am for real bringing this up because you guys matter to me and I'm not willing for any of these relationships to suffer. And so let's, let's talk about what's going on and leave it here. Um, and it was so beautiful. It was really hard. Sure, it always is. <laughs> there were some awkward moments. There mm-hmm. were some tense moments. Um, but I feel like we walked away from that table as even a stronger knit group, which I'm so thankful for. It doesn't always work that way, but it can work that way if no. you're willing to deal with it. Absolutely. And two, I think you choose what you're willing to fight for in mm-hmm. life, Julie. And you chose to fight for a healthy relationship among your friends. And you know, we all have seasons where we have to decide whether we're going to fight for something or not, whether it is a friendship or a marriage or our child's well-being. I'm saying, I, you know, I'm proud of you. You went into the lioness's den <laughs> and came out alive and healthy. So it's a great thing when we're willing to do it to confront some difficult things to get a good outcome. It was extra funny because the one friend who was new, the whole time I kept thinking, she's probably like, what have I gotten myself into? These (laughs) chicks are crazy. (laughs) Um, And she left and I think I even texted her after she left like, oh, sorry about that. Um, And then she didn't answer. So then like the story you tell yourself. Oh, yeah. I'm like, she hates me. She hates us all. She's going to tell everyone that we're crazy, whatever. Uh So she waited until the next morning to respond. And she said, I just want you to know that I'm sure that was awkward for you, but that was one of the most beautiful things I've ever experienced. And I'm so thankful to be a part of your friend group. Oh. And I'm like, oh my God. I just got goosebumps even thinking about it again. Yeah, it's like, I'm see, sure that's when you know it's real. Yeah, you do. Like you're willing to do the hard thing because it's worth it. Yeah, it is. So, 
That makes me think of episode 81. Can't help it. Sorry. Well, you when, is a friendship, <laughs> yeah, when is a friendship unhealthy and what can you do about it? You might, you might need to go revisit that if you're like, mm, do I need to have that card conversation? Do I need some help on how to approach that? Um, that was a good conversation. So go check that one out. Yeah, I love it. And what I love too, Julie, is that none of that is retained in my brain cells <laughs> and it always is yours. So, you know, it's like building friendships and relationships that you um, help one another. So thank you very much, Julie Graham. You do the outline, we record the show together, and then I remember what we've said and done. Exactly. <laughs> That's how we work. Uh, anything else that's just like burning in your mind right now? Things that are going on in the Darlene Brock world? You're up here in the mountains. Is there yeah. something good about that? Or Oh, I love the mountains. The mountains is where I can sit and write and think and ponder. You know, it, it really, it really does inspire me for some reason. And I love Florida. I do. I love Florida. But when I'm there, I feel like I'm constantly busy. It's not necessarily that my life has changed. It's just a different scenario. And then when I come here and gaze at the distant mountains, there's just nothing like nature, Julie. There's nothing like the beauty of the creation that we're given and how it's so calming and inspires creativity. So I know you love it. You keep taking pictures. I do love it. And you know what I think? I think what it is, as you just said, the difference between here and Florida, where we live, um, we're right in the middle of everything. And so you can be sitting thinking about all the things you could or should be doing. And it's just six minutes away to get to the grocery store to, you know, go to Target or, you know, go run that errand. Well, here you got to plan your day around leaving this house. Oh yeah. I have to have enough groceries <laughs> for days on end because it's 45 minutes just to get to Walmart. Yeah. yeah. So I, I do think that's part of it. And I think it kind of forces you to, um, you know, be here and enjoy the scenery more and kind of plan your day a little more um, in advance, but also just kind of soak it in. It is so beautiful here. I was actually thinking this morning as I was driving back from the gym, I hope I get to come back in a couple of weeks. I know we talked about I might have to, just saying, I hope I get to. Just saying, <laughs> I want to see them leaves falling off the trees. Yeah, they get mighty pretty up here. Is there anything you miss about Florida though that you're excited to get back to? Um my family, my daughter, my eldest daughter, when she gets done with her film, she's going to come and stay with us for a little bit. And I'm so looking forward to her and her little guy coming and being with us through the holidays. So that's like a slam dunk for me. Maybe yeah. maybe we can um, arrange it for Lincoln and I to go with you guys to the pumpkin patch or something. That'd oh, that cute. would be awesome. Or come over and do a pumpkin together. That could be fun. Or 14 pumpkins. Yeah. 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 Do it. Love it. Yeah. Well, I hope you guys have liked this little bit different format. I think we're going to bring it in. Um, yeah, and, I'm kind of enjoying it. It right? feels like less workload. It's kind of fun. <laughs> <laughs> Is that you trying to take the easy way out? I love uh, it. <laughs> yeah, once in a while I do that. Well, I would love it if you guys would send us a message. Is there something that you would like to hear us chat about on these lighter episodes? Or maybe is there a question that you have for me or Dar, something about our lives or even just behind the scenes of the Grit and Grace Project, or just a topic that you find yourself talking with your girlfriends about that you'd like to hear our take on it. You can always DM us on any of our social media. You should be following us, by the way. Um, you could send us an email, <laughs> podcast at thegritandgraceproject.org. Um, we would love to hear from you. One thing I want to mention, Julie, before we go is what we have just launched at the Grit and Grace Project, and it's called Her Story. What it is, is our writers have been willing to be vulnerable and honest and walk you through a part of their lives that is difficult and challenging and the hurt or the healing that they have found in it. And I just 
there's nothing that inspires me more than another woman's story. And this is what we're going to do here. Yep. So we've been doing the Grit and Grace Project online magazine for almost four years. Next week is our four-year birthday. And we've just noticed over the years that the pieces that people connect to the most are those vulnerable, transparent you know, opportunities where a woman says, hey, this is where I've been. This is what I've learned. And this is what you can take away from my life. And so we decided to bring this new feature as a collection and, and a, a safe place for women to do that. And so we can't wait to see how more and more women are going to be vulnerable and share their stories and how that's going to inspire all of us to walk more with grit and grace in our individual lives. So make sure you go check out the Her Story tab right now at thegritandgraceproject.org. Okay, Julie, since we don't have an outline, I don't have a quote. Oh, girl, come on. I got your back. Okay. I got, I've got the perfect one to close this out. Oh, good. This is from my friend Darlene Brock. Okay. <laughs> she said, every woman is capable of finding strength within herself because it's already there. Oh, I do love that quote, even though it's mine. (laughs) So here's to another week of walking in your strength for your grit and grace life. Thanks for listening to another episode of this Grit and Grace Life podcast brought to you by the Grit and Grace Project online magazine. Whether you're listening in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or streaming the show, be sure to take a couple moments to subscribe, rate, and review so you never miss the next episode. You can also share the show with a friend you think might enjoy living a Grit and Grace life with us. Every week we share all the details on everything we discuss in the episode at thegritandgraceproject.org. We'll catch you on the next one.